Don't miss the next few minutes of this presentation on the dispensation of grace. What is the dispensation of grace? What does it mean? Where does the term come from? Stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Things Apostolic. I'm your host, Miles Young, and I am delighted to be back with you. And uh, we are continuing in our study of taking a look at a dispensational reading of the Scripture. And uh, we're talking about dispensations and this idea of the economy of God, how his sovereign rule is is managed in the earth at different seasons or ages are that word uh, dispensation that we know represents the economy or the way it works. And so without going over all of that again, let's just pick up. Uh, we are following yesterday's lesson that it had to do with the law of Moses, the Mosaic covenant. And so coming out of that, we are going to move into what is known as the dispensation of grace. Now, this is a very powerful time for us as believers, Gentile believers, because it is during the dispensation of grace that the church age uh, is at work. And this is a thrilling and exciting study. So let's get into it. Uh, the dispensation of grace is where the grace of God is now uh, more accessible but it is more than just access. There has always been the grace of God that has been working since the beginning of time. We see it uh, in mercy. We see it as God makes a way for people, uh, even in their judgment, which is the grace of God. We don't get what we deserve. We get mercy. Uh, but here now, more than the manifold grace of God, the grace of God is now in a process, the gift of grace, or the charis, which we know is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So here now we have uh, what I would call a very, very uh, powerful thing is that grace is now for the believer and it is now the indwelling presence of God in our lives, in the lives of the believer. So let's talk about the dispensation of grace. So Galatians chapter 3 and verse 23 through 25 said that before faith came, we were kept under the law. There's a keeping there. There was a, there was a purpose to the Mosaic law, that dispensation law, that we were actually, the language that Paul uses is that we were shut up unto the faith, which was afterward, there it is, we're seeing these different economic management, if you will, of the sovereign will of God and the grace and power of God at work in the earth. We were shut up unto the faith, which should afterward, what? After what? After the law that afterward, afterward would be revealed, and that's what we're going to talk about today. The law, he went on to say, was our schoolmaster, our teacher, that would bring us to Christ. So there was, there was so much transgression, there was so much debauchery and sin, the law of Moses was put in place to keep a people moving forward until Christ would come. This is what Paul is teaching. And the law was the schoolmaster. It kept us in this parameter, if you will. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. 
And so this is another indication of how the will of God, the power of God, the work of God among humanity is managed differently at different seasons. And so now we are going to talk about this dispensation that follows the law of Moses or the dispensation of law. We're going to talk about grace. Grace became the function of God managing his sovereign will in the earth in this season. We are in that dispensation at present. And grace began to function as the ruling factor in this season. Romans chapter 6 and verse 14 says that we are under grace. Under the previous uh, dispensation, we were under law. But now in this economy, we are under grace. Now, Grace has taken over the ruling function of the Mosaic law. We're no longer under that Mosaic law. There are things that carry over because it's the law of God. But when it comes to those ceremonial things and when it comes to the Mosaic law, those things have been fulfilled and now we are under the ruling function of grace. Now, you hear a lot of people say that grace is the unmerited favor of God. And that's absolutely right. We don't deserve it. But you have to understand that that's just a kind of like a kindergarten view uh, of, of what grace is. Grace is so much more than that. And we are under grace and no longer under law. Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 12 said, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. It was grace that brought salvation. It was the grace of God that we were able to see Jesus Christ teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. Notice the language here that in this dispensation of grace, we used to be under law. Now we're under grace. Law was the schoolmaster. But now grace that we are under teaches us, according to Paul's writing to Titus, it teaches us deny ungodliness, worldly lust, live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. Grace has replaced law. And we have now the power to live a free life from sin, free from sin. And grace has replaced that law. It, is, it has become now grace, the teacher, and no longer law. And it also, as he said, brings salvation. Don't underestimate the power of grace. Grace is now the ruling factor in this economy. Mosaic law was in effect until Jesus brought grace, and as we know, Pentecost, that grace indwells the charis. That's where we get the word charismatic or charisma. That charisma, that grace, the gift of God is now indwelling in the believer. Galatians chapter 3 verse 19. Wherefore then serveth the law? Ask a question. He says it was added. The law was added in this process of, of God managing uh, his will among humans. It was added because of the transgression. But notice the language. Till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. This is where we are. We're in this season of grace. Grace has functions. 
okay? And uh, I want you to think with me now in this dispensation. We, we've been talking about how things carried over. There are people that will try to say, well, we, we don't believe, the dispensationists believe that everything's in these little segments. This is why it's important to understand an apostolic uh, view uh, and reading uh, of this is to see that there were things that carried over in every one of these that are brought in. So think with me. We still have a human conscience today that carried over. We still have the restraint of the Holy Spirit working in our life that carried over all the way back from the beginning. Remember where his spirit was striving with Cain and it was it was pleading with Cain to make the right decision. That is still at work in the earth today. We have human government. The laws uh, of human government are in place to, to help us maintain uh, a, a civil society. Those things are still at work. And there's still promises. Even Israel still has promises we're going to see in the next, next dispensation. But we are under grace. So grace does not do away with everything previous. As we just said, these things carry over. But when it came to Mosaic law... We have moved under a new, under, uh, if you could, if you could put it that way, we're under a new thing. We're no longer under the Mosaic law. We are now under a new teacher, and that is grace, which teaches us. Grace is this dispensation is more, as I said, more than manifold grace. It is the indwelling in the believer, and when the when the restraint of the Holy Spirit working in this dispensation is removed at the end of this thing we know that is when the antichrist is going to rise up and sign that covenant and bring uh what is perceived to be peace to the earth and that that's another subject for another day but that cannot come until this restraining force of grace is is removed and at the end of this dispensation, we see that man is deceived. And like every previous dispensation, there is failure. Man is deceived by this, this prince who will come, this antichrist or this other one uh, who comes in his own name. The world believes man fails again. And the majority of planet Earth rejects Jesus and the gift that he has offered. And judgment comes. And uh, false religion will be judged in Revelation 17, 16. And then that paves the way for the judgment that falls upon the earth as, as the payment, the judgment that ushers in what is going to come in the next, next dispensation. And that's found in Revelation chapter 6 through 19. So that's just a brief overview of what we, what we mean when we talk about the dispensation of grace. So you don't want to miss. We're going to, we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about what comes following the dispensation of grace. And that is what we call the millennial reign of Christ. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow on All Things Apostolic.